Cool. Well, thank you for joining me. Um, first question I have for you is, when did you know music was going to be a part of your life? Uh, elementary school, if you can believe that I remember this. But they had this program where before you got to middle school in sixth grade, while you were in fifth grade, they had the middle school teacher come after school and give lessons if you wanted to sign up for them for um, orchestra. You could learn violin, viola, cello. And uh, I signed up for that. I played violin until, yeah, I think, until I was a senior in high school, a long time. And, uh, but one thing led to another. I picked up a guitar and and here I am, man. It's as soon as I started playing that violin, I knew I was going to be playing some sort of music. Yeah. Could, do you think you could still play violin right now? I could. I probably wouldn't sound amazing, <laughs> but I mean, I could pick one up and probably pick it back up in a day or so, figure That's, it back out. Yeah. Um, so like, so from violin, you said you picked up guitar, like around what age was that? Um. I think, I think when I was a freshman in high school, uh, yep, I, I would go to my friend's house and he had a guitar at his house and I'd always strum and, and he was always listening to punk. And so I'd always be listening and he was learning how to play. So I was watching him learn how to play. And I was like, Hey man, can I try? And, and then I picked it up real easy, probably because of the violin. And then, and then he stopped letting me go to his house. <laughs> and then I ended up having to just buy my own guitar. And I begged and begged my mom and she finally bought me one. And, and then um, after that, I got in the, my first band with Ryan in I think my sophomore year. Yeah. What, uh, yeah. what like influence did you have at that time? At that time, <laughs> please don't laugh. It was all misfits. I'm pretty sure like misfits, no effects, you know, the, the big ones, the ones everyone knew, you know, cause I was, you know, everyone starts somewhere. That was my introduction. It was that. And like the Aquabats, I was real yeah. big, like in the, in the ska. And I, I didn't know it at the time, but I loved the Aquabats and it was a good foot in the door for me. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think the first thing I learned how to play was just upstrokes on my guitar and play along some ska songs. That's awesome because I suck at upstrokes. Like, it's so difficult. <laughs> um, Ryan does too, and it irritates me <laughs> watching him try it. <laughs> <laughs> was that, mean, Were you playing guitar when you jammed with Ryan, or was that a Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was playing guitar and we had another bassist, but we're we're pretty much playing what we play now. Just straight, like easy punk, nothing crazy. It was it was chill. But we were all we were babies, you know? <laughs> Just starting, <laughs> everyone's figuring out what how to be in a band. Yeah, absolutely. Like I don't know, when for me, like I did that i think we like played some papa roach songs because it was real big into new metal so that was the stuff i was jamming with my friends but i guess what is the difference uh between like jamming for the first time when you're just like a new band or just starting out versus like you're practicing now like what are the big differences that 
you know, you've grown to, to like understand? Well, before I was in a, like a band, rock band with my friends, I always just, it was just straight orchestra rehearsals. Everybody learned the same piece of sheet music. It needed to be learned perfectly. Like the sheet music tells you how loud and quiet to play it. It, it puts it down to detail to where there wasn't like a, hey, you played it that way. That was cool. Like, <laughs> let's leave it like that. No, that was wrong. And we need to play it how the sheep wants it to play. Yeah. So I was always like, hey, we're going to play a cover of a song. Like, well, if we're covering it, it needs to be right. And man, I, it needs to be right. And then that, that's gone away big time. Um, now it's real comfortable. We write our own music. And now that we've learned how to do it and be comfortable with it, it's great. And then I, I recently had a little side gig with another band. And the one thing I was worried about was just meshing with everyone, whether anyone was a good instrumentalist or not. I couldn't care less, honestly, as long as everyone was having fun and everyone could vibe with each other. That's really what I was looking for. Yeah. And we did. I ain't gonna lie. It was a lot of fun. It was just, yeah, it was just one of those things. It was, it was fun for a while and it kind of just died off. Yeah. It happens. It happens. Yeah. Uh, um, so I think it's it's really interesting you bring up just like meshing together and not really mattering like how technical or how I guess good or however you want to say it, um, your bandmates are. Like how important is that to you now? Like big time. Huge. It's 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 really a make or break deal. Cause Man, if you're not feeling it, the music will stop being fun, to be honest. Well, to me, at least. Like, yeah. if you're taking it real serious and trying to get something accomplished, I suppose, and it's not working out the way you're wanting it, like, yeah, it can be frustrating. If you're just at a party playing with whoever, whoever, and it's just trash, <laughs> but you're having fun, cool, you know? But yeah, I try, I, I try to treat this band like a side job. Or like a part-time job, full-time job, I suppose. Like, like I take it serious. So when we first started, it wasn't really too serious. So it was just, we we played some, wrote some songs and it turned out real well. And we had a lot of fun. So we kept going. And then once we realized we had some potential, I was like, all right, like, I'll take it serious. I'm like, okay. So uh, for you, when was the moment that you were, you like felt like you had the potential to really put some some more effort and stuff into it um ooh, that's a good one man it might have been the first time we i heard a decent recording um <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've i've jammed in garages my whole life you know and then we've recorded eps at home and and they were okay <laughs> yeah. but uh we we got our first song ever recorded for this band done and it blew me away and i was like yo like bands can make this good quality this easy now i was like like that I was like, <laughs> all right i was like cool let's keep doing this like i can do this all day yeah and then, uh, and then uh we we put out the song and it, it went over real well it blew up 
faster than anything I could have even expected. And, and then like one thing led to another. And I think like our fourth show, we were opening for the adolescents and I was, it was super rad, man. Yeah. That that's awesome, man. So when did you actually like pick up the bass? Um, after me and Ryan were in our band in high school, graduated, and then um, I was still strumming a guitar every once in a while. Wasn't thinking about a band really at all, though. Mm-hmm. I walked into a video game store, and the guy working there behind the counter stopped me kind of as I got there. I walked in. He's like, hey. And I was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. And he goes, <laughs> you play guitar? Or, or he said, you play bass? And I was like, No. And he was like, you play guitar? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, so you can play bass. And I was like, I don't know. I, I can try. And he's like, perfect. Uh, let me give you this address. Come over when I get off work. And I was like, I was thrown off. And then um, when I, I went to his house. I took the leap. You know, I was a little yeah. thrown off, but I went. And it turns out uh, my mom worked at a high school and she was he was one of her students at the time. So he already knew my mom. And my mom was like, oh, yeah, he's real cool. And and then that turned into another band. And then that's where I first started playing bass. Uh, what Were you listening to like any bass players or any bands to like get ideas or influences? Or like how did that, do you just kind of take your guitar knowledge? and? Oh, talk? yeah. I, um, I probably went too hard in trying to follow bassists. Um, like I went from not knowing bass to wanting to play uh like streetlight manifesto and <laughs> i was like all right let's go for it i'll figure it out and like i learned on a five string bass where the fourth string was gone so it was t- still tuned to a four string with the big old gap in between <laughs> but i mean <sighs> i don't know uh there weren't too many like singular basis, but there were a lot of just random songs where I was like, Ooh, like that hits just right. Like, but I can't vouch and say like, yeah, the whole album or the whole band, every song. Perfect. But there's, there's a whole lot where I'm like, damn. <laughs> Which ones like come to your mind? Uh, like recently, uh, there's this, there's a guy, Joe Dart that I really love watching. And he's freaking phenomenal. Uh, Him. uh, And then uh, there's this band called the Omnific and it's two bassists and a drummer and no, no vocals, just instrumentals. And boy, like I don't even get me started on those guys, but I could listen to those guys in my sleep. Those guys are everything I imagine like I want to be as far as being a good basis and like the way they, they can vibe with each other is you can see they're just both in sync and uh, I love it, man. Yeah. So sick. Uh, I've definitely heard them seen their videos and stuff. Um, so like what, what did you do during this pandemic time? Um, I got a lot of equipment. Like I said, I, I really liked that first recording we had of our very first track. And so um, we ended up going back to him and we've been in the studio recording a full length. Mm-hmm. And uh, not only did we go back to the studio, but I've been gathering up and purchasing 
all the gear that that guy uses that I really liked and how everything sounded. And I've got it for myself now. So hopefully we can just be pumping out songs now and hopefully I can do it just as good as that other guy, but we'll see. Yeah, but, that, that's awesome, man. Yeah. Just learn how to record. Hopefully, hopefully soon I'll be able to help other people out too and help everybody get their music out. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. That I think uh, we definitely need that and just more support to help because it, yeah, like you're saying, like, we can do it from home. We can we can record here at the house. You get if you get the gear, some basic gear, you know, you can you can put some stuff out. Uh-huh. When I've shown the few people the the toys I have and, and the potential of it, I'm like, dude, it's it's that easy. Like it really is. As I was, I mean, it's a good chunk of money out of your wallet at at once, but like once you gather it all and put it together and make it happen, you're like whoa yeah and you t- you save tons of money yeah true. but what uh it, it makes the whole diy vibe <laughs> feel a little extra special when you're really at home doing it yeah so i'm sure right now people are gonna listen and be like all right so what did he get so like what you got what you got going on at home um uh, well my most recent thing would be my monitors i've got some nice yamaha hs5s but as far as what i use to record i've just got a a simple interface for my guitars and all the magics in my recording program i use a digital performer and a a couple plugins and add-ons and little tricks here and there and then uh and and lots and lots of repetition until it's perfect. <laughs> yeah. True that, man. That's cool. I'm excited. I'm excited to hear uh what you come out with. Yeah, how your recording sound. Have you been I am pra- too. have you been doing like any solo stuff? Um kinda. I mean, I guess you can call it solo because no one's here with me doing it. <laughs> yeah. But I've been working on a lot of our band stuff and uh and I'm playing with my toys, seeing what I can do and trying to apply it to something we're going to put out. But um, I've got a few files saved of just samples and, <laughs> and then man, but they sound, they sound good. Like I'm excited to put something together and put it out. Cause I think people will really like it. Yeah. That's exciting. Um, all right. I see a bunch of video game stuff. So every time I see it, I have to ask what uh, this what, is my wall, man. Yeah. Are you excited for the new halo? Uh, I am, but I don't have a new Xbox. Ooh, I mean, I just have the the one. I've got a I've got an Xbox One, but I'm man that <laughs> Xbox that loading time. I know, I know, man. What games have you been playing? Um, to be honest, nothing. Oh, <laughs> I've been doing a lot of music lately. Um, I've got the, my new PC that I play make my music on mm-hmm. and i've got like a couple like they're like idle games where you don't play you just let it run but like it levels up and everything for you okay. that's the most gaming i think i've been doing lately oh i take that back i got mario golf on the switch <laughs> okay how is it because i love all the mario sports games <laughs> freaking awesome even my wife's been playing with me yeah i mean i need to get it yeah, uh, you should. it's really good 
little side story. I remember we took our switches when we both played at Bang Bang Bar. And at, yeah. that, at that time, I was like, playing Super Smash Brothers, like, fairly often. And I was like, okay, I don't know if he, like, really plays or not. And I'm just going to, you know, whatever. I, I just try to be nice. And, like, you just destroyed me. Like No, I you, thought you spanked <laughs> me the first time. Uh, I think maybe, like, one time. But I think I only beat you once that night. And then you were just, like, you were taking me out. And it was we, cool. <laughs> uh, Some friends of mine used to have a King of Gamers tournament once a week. And we had uh, actual big, like, wrestling belts that you could win and take home oh it was the greatest yeah. so, so but we've been we've been gaming it up for a long time nerds from day one <laughs> hell yeah same here man i love video games uh do you have any like favorite video game music music battle toads Ooh, okay easy yeah um oh. Yeah, big fan of all the Battletoads music. I watch a lot of uh, like covers and stuff, rock versions and metal versions. <laughs> uh, it's, it's just, ah, that game is so old, but the vibes are still alive. You can just play a song, and I'm like, <clears throat> man, I don't, I don't know like who I know other than my cousins that even know about Battletoads. Really, <laughs> <laughs> my age is showing. <laughs> Same man, same. Um, so what do y'all have uh, planned for the rest of the year? Um, we've got this full length coming out. Hopefully in the next couple months. Mm-hmm. It's about ready. It's just we got to figure out release and everything. But um, it's going to be killer. It's like 13 tracks. And if you like the quality of our last single we put out, it's just as good. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, hopefully tour out to the East coast, not sure when, but hopefully soon. Um, we, we had one booked and almost took off right before COVID started. We had to cancel, made us very sad boys, but I mean, we're all pumped. We're all itching again. So first chance we get, I think we're hitting the road. Nice. Um, man. So is, so you already have like kind of your tour laid out for the east coast uh no not at all um (laughs) i've got some ideas um and i'm kind of i'm gonna try and like kind of backtrack what we did have booked and see if we can just work something out again and but if not luckily we've got some very very good help with havoc underground over in florida and i'm hoping they can help help a boy out too (laughs) <laughs> yeah, um, but I mean, I'll send some messages out and see what happens. Throw throw some lines out. But I'm pretty sure something will come through. We're not really picky. We didn't have anything really set as far as what time of year or anything like that. But mm-hmm. as soon as we've got a clear route where it all lines up, we're gonna pull the trigger. I'm sure. Yeah, I feel like y'all are very DIY. And uh, you get that vibe, and it's really, it's like a cool thing to see, like a cool vibe to have for your band. Um, how do you, like, so you said you message people, like, what's your method of finding venues and people's, people to talk to you? Um, most of the time, just uh, stalking Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Figure out who books where, or if somebody's in a band in what city. 
especially if I really like that band, I'd be like, please play with us too. We'd like that. Um, and then, you know, it's all through the grapevine from there. This guy relays me to this guy or that person says, Hey, talk to this person. And hopefully by down the end of the road, we get an answer. Uh, it took a lot of work last, last year when we booked it. Mm-hmm. That was kind of the reason I was most upset. I was like, man, all that work. <laughs> but I think hopefully everyone's real pumped for music to come back again. So everyone will be amped about it. Good attitudes. and Cause I definitely don't need no dickheads right now. <laughs> yeah. I think the music scene could use less of those. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, just to talk about your process, so your writing process, like how do y'all go about writing a new song? Um, we used to have a real like set in stone almost structure where Ryan would just kind of write a song at home, mm-hmm. uh, bring it to practice, strum it out and sing it for us. And then we'd break it all down, rearrange and add in whatever we want, put in our tastes or ideas and, and then I don't know, maybe a week, three, four practices later, we'll, we'll have almost like a finished product and something to really practice over and over. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's still kind of the same. We kind of, but it's really a lot more together now. It's not always Ryan with the bassist now. Um, on the new EP, there's a few songs actually where I'm even singing. Um, and I, I wrote one of those songs or both of them, I think. It's been a while, but <laughs> you'll you'll know if Ryan writes it and if I write it. Because if I write it, it's probably really silly. <laughs> right, um, I'm excited for that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, we we changed it up and took a chance, and I wrote a song, and it was a lot of fun, and it it got good reviews from where we played it a few times, and and so we we're like, all right, like. Go ahead, keep writing some more songs. Uh, so we've kind of been taking that angle. I haven't done anything recently, recently, but I don't think he has either. We've kind of just been playing catch up, getting back to real life and getting the show rolling again. But I'm excited to write new things now that I know, you know, my band accepts it and they like it too. I was kind of nervous to show them what I was doing. <laughs> Man, that's awesome. Um, what what uh, bass are you playing right now? Right now, don't make fun of me again. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a frugal Freddy, but I've got a Epiphone Les Paul. Okay. That's all good. Don't ask me when I changed my strings last. Uh, yeah, same. Actually, uh, the main jazz bass I use, like, I bought it used, and I haven't changed the strings. So I don't know... <laughs> It's a that mystery. last person changed the strings <laughs> and i like i love it but i hate it because whoever put the strings on like wound it up really terribly and so it's like all like they're all crossed over yeah each other. and uh i'm just like oh whatever <laughs> i'm gonna, you're gonna have you're strings. gonna have one good turn one night and it's all gonna come i know i know man i'm gonna get new strings before we start playing this next thing next set of shows and stuff and I think you've inspired me to go tomorrow probably to buy new strings. <laughs> yeah, I, I really need them. Mine are all <laughs> gunky and just gross. Uh, what about amps? 
amp. I've got this TC electronic combo amp that I'm madly in love with. Yeah. It's light as a feather, man. It's the tone is wonderful. Uh, it just it packs a punch, man. Like I don't think I've hooked up to a PA in a while, like DI or anything. It's it's provided itself. Even had to cut it back because it's cutting too much. And I was like, man, this little monster is just destroying shows. I highly recommend it to anyone. And it's got the fancy app where you can set your own tone and Bluetooth it to the amp. I have any, I don't even use it. <laughs> the tone's already great. Yeah. Technology, man. It's so crazy. Yeah. They're that, making it too easy nowadays, man. Yeah. No, nah, I definitely agree. Uh, I, I want to say I've seen it. Did I borrow your amp once? at a show i don't know because i remember your app it sounds very familiar you probably did at reggae bar maybe i think that was it i think that was a starlighter show yeah yeah i knew it man that was that was crazy yeah, i remember did... back in the day like to get quality sound from an amp man you you had to get the stack you have to like it just <laughs> didn't add up it didn't match up yeah now, I have a combo now, too. Fender Rumble all day. All yeah, I've, day got the, I've got that TC Electronic combo, and I've got this old 70s vintage Randall. Um, it's a combo, too, but it's like six foot tall. It's huge. But um, to be totally honest, I really don't like the sound from it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel that, man. Uh, but it's cool to have. I got it for free, and it was broken. Now that I fixed it. I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah, dude. That's the best. Free gear is the best. Uh-huh. Um, alrighty. So we know the album, uh, some possible touring. Uh, where can people listen to Nothing Lost? Uh everywhere, I hope it should still be up. <laughs> Every any um site, whatever you <laughs> slash nothing lost TX. I'm pretty sure all of them are slash nothing lost TX. We tried to make it easy for y'all. Awesome. Cool, man. Well, I appreciate you taking time out of the day to talk to me, dude. It was a catching up. Stoked to see y'all after the descendants. That's going to be. Yes, tired. sir. Thank you um, so much. Yeah, man. Well, again, Chad, dude, thank you. Thank you so much. And I just hope you have a good night. Dude, thank you. And keep killing it with Scott, dad, man. This <laughs> is too cool, man. You're doing a good thing for San Antonio. I appreciate it, dude. I appreciate it a lot. All right, dude. I'll talk to you later. Yes, sir. Thank you. Later.